0: So our scripture lesson this morning comes from the gospel of Luke chapter four. Hear the word of the Lord. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the spirit and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth where he was, where he had been brought up. And on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue as was his custom. He stood up to read The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Holy and gracious Lord, we thank you for this morning and for your word. Now, holy God, will you open our hearts and our minds that we would fully be able to receive this word from you today. And gracious Lord, I pray that you would take these simple words of mine, turning them from water into wine. Because God, we we know that you take the simple things of this world and do miracles with them. So do do it even now here in our midst this day. In Jesus' name, amen. So as we've been making our way over the last couple of weeks, we've kind of been following along in, in the life of Jesus towards here, the beginning of his ministry. So last week we talked about Jesus's baptism and Shortly after that, Jesus found himself in the wilderness for 40 days, found himself tested. And on his way back, as he was returning from that time in the wilderness, it says that he was returning to Galilee in the power of the Holy Spirit. And that as he journeyed, he would find himself in the synagogues, that he would find himself among the people. And as he traveled the countryside, People were just very impressed with him, praising him. And so there was this buzz about this Jesus guy who was, who was kind of around and, and we might not have known him before, but now there's just something about this guy, this Jesus guy. So he finds himself home now, home in Nazareth where he had been brought up and it's the Sabbath. So Jesus affirms the, the importance of the Sabbath, the importance of scripture, the importance of coming together at the synagogue showing that while, while his life was about to show us how things were gonna be completely flipped upside down in the economy of how, how people had been living their lives, there were still some things that were very foundational, very important. The things that we needed to hold fast to, to hold fast to scripture, to hold fast to gathering, to hold fast to honoring God's laws. So here we have Jesus in the synagogue. And and it was also the custom that that there would be several readings, not not quite so easy as just carrying our Bibles around, but these scrolls were huge. You can still find them in in temples today, in Jewish temples. I mean, huge scrolls that they would have to unroll to, to find the passage that they wanted to use that day. So Jesus is there and... and and he's unrolling the scroll, finding this passage from Isaiah, that the spirit of the Lord is on me, he said. Because he he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor, sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So there he is finding himself, reading this, this passage on purpose because this prophecy had been set before us. This prophecy had been set out that this is is what would happen, that one would come and you would know him in this way. And Jesus declared that, that that scripture had been fulfilled in their hearing. What they had been looking forward to in the future was now a current reality that now we get to mark our past by. Not only marking our past, but our expectation of what is still yet to come. And so there in that moment, they were just so captivated by him, they couldn't wait to hear what else he had to say. He sat down as also was their custom to read the scriptures standing, but then to sit and be able to speak, speak about what had just been read. This is always a passage that has really resonated with me. That has always, that has always been one that really touches my heart. It's always been one that's called to me. I think it's because it's something that now from the moment it was fulfilled in uh, in in Jesus's reading and in their hearing it beca- it has become more of a commission for all of us. The incredible thing is that we also have been as we talked about last week, right? We in our baptism we're also anointed by the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit is now within us and upon us. That we are anointed, that we are also set apart as as part of the family of God. And that there is something about that 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 means that we have a responsibility to declare not only God's goodness, but but to be part of the declaring of freedom for prisoners, sight for those who are blind, to be able to be a part of of the proclaiming of the freedom for the oppressed, to be a part of that work and that activity here on earth. Because Jesus continued to, to preach and teach that that God's kingdom is here now. It's not only some future thing, but it's also very real and present where we are and and what we're a part of, that that we are the people who who show the kingdom of God to the people who are still living in darkness. And so, so it's something that I think we need to hear this morning. Just as we have been baptized, just as we have received the water's, of baptism, just as if we have received that grace of God that welcomes us into his family, that welcomes us into the family of God, but that, that we have now the power of the Holy Spirit within us, the, the fact that we now are, are empowered by that Spirit and are called into action and set apart. We need to hear that the Spirit of the Lord is with us. And that means that there are certain gifts and graces that we have received by the Holy Spirit How many of you remember as a child, especially, I don't know why, but we love to teach our children about the fruit of the Spirit, right? We love to be able to pull up little, you know, pieces of fruit and attach a little word to it. But the fruit of the Spirit being love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Anybody need a little heart check right now to go, oh, yeah, right. That's who I am. That's who I'm supposed to be that by the power of the Holy Spirit within me, working within me, that those are the things that I'm supposed to be doing and who I'm supposed to be. Anybody uh, feel like praying for patience right now? (laughs) Right, isn't that kind of the joke? Don't pray for patience because then you're going to be tested. And yet that is who we are. If we are people of God, then that is something that we might need to check every once in a while to go, okay, am I... Am I living this out? Am I really allowing myself to to experience this and to know this? To live this so that others will know that's who I am? Paul also says in Ephesians that he keeps asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know him better, that the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened so that we would understand that the very power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power, the same spirit that lives within each of us. That's pretty powerful. That's pretty important. That's rather significant. You know, our lives aren't just simple, plain, ordinary. No, we, we are people who are set apart and, and by the power of the spirit within us, by the power of the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, that spirit that is within us is the one that, that, that allows us to be people of love and hope and joy and peace, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. And that we are people who, who are anointed by that, that we have that same anointing, that anointing has been given to us. It says in 2 Corinthians, starting in verse 20, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes, in Christ, that every one of his promises are true and that they are fulfilled in Jesus Christ, that we have all of that, and that he has anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us, put his spirit on our hearts. Friends, that is a promise to us. It is a yes promise. It's not a maybe promise. It's a for sure and definite promise. And so that anointing that we receive is one that allows us to to hear the teachings, to know the teachings, to receive all that God has given to us through Jesus Christ and that then we may use it. So he's anointed us and appointed us that we can be bearers of the good news of Jesus or that we can proclaim the good news. I mean, it's right there in the Great Commission where Jesus sits there with the disciples and just as he is about to be Ascended into heaven, he says to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, Jesus said. Therefore, you go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We are then pro- uh, commissioned to go and proclaim the good news. And that is what we talked about last week. We talked about it, even even reaffirming those vows in our baptism. We declared the freedom and power that God gives us to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they make they may find themselves. We committed to, to doing that, to being a part of the agents of change, to being a part of those who are called and set apart by God, to be able to resist those, to, to actively be a part of of dismantling and coming against injustices and oppression. Not just for us individually, but for people all around us, all around our community, all around the world. And, and it is our United Methodist uh, mission statement. Every United Methodist all over the world, our mission statement is that we would make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. No, you don't just go about making Jesus, uh, disciples of Jesus Christ saying that you believe that, that the world will be transformed just because they're words. You don't do it just for, I don't know, to help the company, right? No, we do it because we know that these words actually change lives. We do it because there is power by the Holy Spirit to actually do and change. We do it because we've experienced that grace, because we know the goodness of God, because we know that that we're not just another person doing our job, living our lives, you know, having our friends, being a part of our families, doing the same old mundane thing. No, it's because we know that we have the power of the Holy Spirit within us. It's because we know we've been set apart. It's because we know that we have all been called to come against oppression, to come against injustice, to come speaking the good news of Jesus Christ. And so, so maybe we do need to have a little bit of a heart check. Maybe we do need to take a few moments to consider the places and the ways and the opportunities that we have to be able to speak of God's good news, to be able to speak and declare the goodness of God in the midst of unjust and oppressive situations. Maybe we are the ones. God might be calling you to it, to something, something you haven't been a part of, or, or maybe God might be calling you to step up in a way that you might've been feeling like, like maybe you needed to do something, but you just really weren't sure. Friends, maybe you just need to be reminded that that you do have the power within you by the very power of Christ in this world. You do have the power within you to be a person of joy and love, to be a person of peace, kindness, gentleness, graciousness, self-control. We have those abilities because God has placed it within us And so we're being called, called to this life of faith, this life of faith that we know all too well. Will you pray with me? Holy and gracious Lord, we thank you for this power, this power that was set forth in Jesus Christ, this power that still remains and resides in each one of us. We thank you, gracious Lord, for the way you call us into each avenue in our lives because because God, you have something special for each one of us to be a part of. So holy God, I pray that, that we might find ourselves doing a bit of a heart check, seeing where it is that your Holy Spirit is leading us, seeing where it is that we might be able to be an agent of change in your world, where we can be declaring your goodness, declaring your gospel, declaring your truth, for your glory, for your kingdom. Thank you, gracious Lord, for this life that you call us to. We pray it in Jesus' name, amen.